how are you this lovely, lovely evening? Still tired. Woo. <laughs> um, if you can't tell from our voices, we're recording at night. I did not work today. I mean, I worked from home on my personal business, but like I was in my house in my pajamas for a great portion of the day. Lindsay had to go to a real person work. I did. So. I worked um, 8.30 to 5.30. I woke up at 7 o'clock. It's been a long day. Understandably Sat so. traffic for an hour. Ugh. I'm so sorry. It's okay. It's not that bad. That's good. I always get excited when I pass by the airport because I know my alligator friend's going to be out there sunning himself. Aww. I have not named him yet. Also, there is a squirrel in the neighborhood that's a little, a little unwell looking. Uh-oh. He's missing a patch of fur. Oh. I've not named him Cinnamon. I love that. So. <laughs> Giving him some love. <laughs> this is where I'm at. I wanted to bring him home and just show him a really good time. And, and Oh, God. And Alex said, I don't think so. Uh, so he's just crushing all hopes and dreams I have. No. <laughs> Damn you, Alex. Right, yeah, so. I don't have any fun uh, creatures in my neighborhood. Oh, no. Cause well, you have your two dogs. I have my two dogs, but, like, my neighbors are jerks, so. Any animals that are... Well, mine are just wild just animals. Existing. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, oh, wild animals. Oh, they don't exist. They're, like, called Terminator. Uh, Terminator. Terminator. <laughs> Call the pest control. I was thinking, Terminator? I was thinking of, like, Terminex, but they're not termites. Yeah, exterminator. I am struggling, Animal and I don't control. know why. I That's mixed funny. up April and Call October Terminator. <laughs> last. Well, my neighbors seem to like the wildlife. Oh. Yesterday I got home real late, and there was... Mommy deer and daddy deer and little baby deer. No, that's adorable. Yes, it was. It was. And they, like, hurtled the little baby deer back into the woods when I pulled up. And I was like, yeah, save the baby. Oh, that's precious. Yeah. It was very cute. That's my life. <laughs> so pure. That should have been my weekly verdict. <laughs> Honestly. That was great. <laughs> I'm delusional. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> I mean, that's nature. Okay. Can't argue with nature. Cannot. No. So, this week. Yeah. <laughs> what nature are we arguing? <laughs> well, so, I mean, nature kind of plays into it. Because I got this case because I've been um, re-watching Survivor. I have this problem where I watched a season of it because it was on Netflix. And it was like season 35 or whatever. It's too many. They're on like That's season. So we're going to be on Grey's Anatomy soon enough. <laughs> they're on like season 42 now. Um, Wait, is it still on? Yes. What are they? And now they're offering a prize of $2 million. So I'm like, I'm trying to go do that. But I don't know if I can be away from my dogs for that long. That's what you're concerned about? Yeah. Do you think you can can make it on Survivor? I could (laughs) maybe do it. (laughs) See, I wasn't insulting you because you also weren't really sure. (laughs) It's fair. But I, I think... I could suck it up. Like, you know what? But, okay, I fucking lived in a cult for years. Also, but if I can't live... It's the people-pleasing part. You can't get voted off. I'm a great people-pleaser. What are you talking about? I mean, you got singled out at work when you anonymously, like, critiqued that one person anonymously. Okay, well, you know what? We're not talking about that. So. I wouldn't critique anyone anonymously. I would, You'd make alliances with everybody. I literally would. <laughs> And then you get voted off because everyone figure it out. Wow, this bitch is so two-faced. No, I figured it out. You just have to fly in the middle of the pack until okay. there's, like, eight people left. Like, just be nice. Work hard so people don't want to get rid of you. Gotcha. Okay. But, like, 
and be agreeable to whoever's like in power. That's so smart. I don't know why everyone else doesn't do that. Well, because everybody's like, I want to be the boss. I'm of like, course, the Stanford Prison Experiment. I don't need to be the boss. <laughs> I can comfortably fly. You can be the middle manager, man. <laughs> exactly. Until it gets close to the end, and then when it gets close to the end, just find people who hate the person who's in charge the most. And then overthrow them. And be like, fuck them. Oh, what a good dictator you'd be. Listen, <laughs> I have watched many seasons of Survivor now. She I knows how to do it. Come up with my theory. Well So you could do it. I could. Is it the physical thing you were unsure of or like yeah. the challenges? It's just I don't want to be dirty. I don't I don't want the bug bites. Well here's my problem. They're like you get feminine hygiene products but you still don't get to take a shower. So that I'm would like, be a problem for me. I want depot. I mean, I might have to go on depot. I'll <laughs> just get depot before I go. I'll just be like, real fast, six months before we're switching to the depot shot, because your girl can't handle this. Give myself the first three months to, like, regulate, <laughs> and then I'll be ready. There you go. Then you'll be unstoppable. Exactly. Fucking try and take me down. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. There's this girl who played it, and she's played, like, five seasons now or something ridiculous. Okay. Her name is Parvati. And she's a fucking beast, and I'm like, I want to be the next Parvati. I like it. Yeah. She's my role model, basically. She's my survivor role model. That's beautiful. I think so. Anyways, this case is not about Parvati. <laughs> no, it's not. Because... Or a role model. No. Definitely <laughs> not about a role model. Uh, so to give you some history, Survivor was first aired in the year 2000. Year of our Lord, 2000 and zero. <laughs> 2000 and zero? Yeah. 2000. Who's zero. our lord? I mean, in the Survivor universe, it's Parvati. But it's really whoever you want it to be. Kesha? Halsey? That's a little a little early, I think. Probably. That's what I got for you. Year of our lord, Taylor Swift. 2000? I don't think that's right. No, but she was alive then. <laughs> she did exist then. She was alive. <laughs> there are pictures. There are videos. Mm. Anyways, it was based off of a Swedish show that was very similar in premise. Like, you guys go out here, you survive. If you're the last person standing, you get money. And for those of you who don't know, that's literally the premise of Survivor. They get put out in the middle of nowhere in a different setting. Sometimes it's um, South China Sea. There was... Um, Australia, there've been, it's kind of been all over the world at this point. Usually it's in a tropical place. I would hope. Yeah, they did it in Africa one time. That's that too was, much. That's too tropical. It was a lot. <laughs> there was a lot it's happening. Even tropical. Not very much of it was good. Um, mm. They did it in Australia one year, which is. I, would, I don't think I would want that one either because of all the fucking creatures that live in Australia. <laughs> yeah. So actually, the winner of the first season was involved in a ton of drama. Of Survivor, his name was Richard Hatch, and he. Like, oh yes, yeah. He uh he didn't pay taxes on the million dollars. Whoop! Because you know nobody's gonna know about it, and so he went to jail yeah. for some years, and then he got out of jail, and then like less than a year later, he got sent back to jail because he never went and amended his taxes that he originally got put in jail for. Buddy, that's not how that works. Yeah, he was like, "Well, I served my time. Whatever, it's fine." But no, no. Okay. No, but we're not talking about him. We're still not on the person we're talking about. 
<laughs> this is a great lead up, okay? This is. How many other ones are there? No, that's it. That's, okay. No, because the guy we're talking about is from season two, so there's not any time for other lead up. Really. Oh, have there been other Survivor winners that have gotten into trouble? Yes. How many? I don't know. Some Ballpark me number. It's a small number, maybe like five. That's that's maybe, and that's me estimating a lot. But like taxes. Oh, taxes? No. Basically, this guy fucked his taxes, and they were like, everybody was like, "Well, we're not gonna do that." So, what are these other people in trouble for? Stuff and things. Okay. Stuff and things. Stuff and things. Like I said, we're talking about the next season. Is that uh, an acting thing you keep doing? What? Why does that sound so familiar? Stuff and things. I don't know. I say it a lot. Stuff and things and things and stuff and I don't know. Is that something like you can say on stage to pretend like you're talking? I know they say watermelon, but like, can you say stuff and things too? I have no idea. <laughs> okay, it's fine. <laughs> I wanted to ask Alex, so it's not a big deal. I was going to say, we can ask Ian also. <laughs> so the guy we're talking about is Michael Scoopin. He is infamous in Survivor history because he was the first contestant to ever be ejected from the game due to an injury. Basically, and it's all on video, and they show it. Well, it's real. Yeah. So he's, like, working on the fire, and he's, like, blowing into it to try and, like, stoke the flames or whatever. And a bunch of smoke goes into his face, and he inhales it, and basically immediately passes out. Falls face and hands first into the fire pit. Right. And that's how he gets resuscitated from being passed out is because his face and hands are being burned. Right. So he, like, immediately jumps up, runs to the body of water that was right by them. I think it was a river. And is there screaming. And, like, he lifts his hands out the water. And you can see the skin is just falling off because it's been burned. So hope you guys are okay with that mental image. You can also watch the video. It's on Hulu. I don't remember what episode it was. <laughs> we'll find out and put it in the blog post. The whole way I found this out, like, this whole case, was because I watched that episode and watched them, like, airlift him out of there. We try to figure out what happened to him? Yes. Yeah. I was like, what happened? Because these are some serious fucking burns. <sighs> uh, his hands <clears throat> healed mostly fine. Actually, very rapidly. Oh, good. Like, much <clears throat> more quickly than they initially anticipated. So he was like, you know what? This sucks that it had to go down this way, but at least I was able to recover fairly quickly. That's good. So, and they've actually used that story in, like, other challenges, I believe, as, like, other years later. They're like, all right, for this challenge, we're doing Survivor History Trivia. And they're like... Which makes me think of friends. Yep. And they're like, you know, what is... Who is the first person to ever be ejected from the game Mm. for medical reasons? So... You okay. Know, important things to know about the history of Survivor. Yeah. You guys didn't realize this was a Survivor podcast, did you? Uh, or trivia. Honestly. <laughs> so, besides burning his hands and face, he did some really terrible things in his life post-Survivor. In 2016, he was charged with racketeering due to a terribly stupid scheme where he stole cash money from people that he knew, family and relatives and friends, you know? Basically, the scheme was structured, they called it, he called it the pay it forward program where 
people would like it's like those Christmas gift exchanges that you see it's like if you send in one prize you're gonna get 32 presents back <clears throat> that was basically what he said it was gonna do people were going it's like to like a pyramid scheme exactly <laughs> he was like well if you give me five thousand dollars i'll give it back to you in two years and by then more people will be investing in this and then i'm gonna actually give you seven thousand dollars so you will have gained two thousand dollars for mm. nothing and all you have to do is give me five thousand dollars right now mm. of course the people with like significant amounts of money were like this is a scam and we are not giving you any money. So then he didn't have money to pay the other people back with. So, yeah, he was ordered to pay $31,800 back to people he had scammed money from. At the same time, that same year, he was arrested for possession of child sexual abuse images. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He was adamant that he was completely innocent. He had never downloaded those pictures, and the only thing he apologized for was that he just didn't delete them. Because that's his bad, but he definitely didn't download them. But, damn. I'm so sorry I didn't delete them, but, like, bro, it's your computer. What are we supposed to think? Like, they just, the, the terrible human fairy just stopped by it was a virus oh yeah it was a virus it was a craigslist bot <laughs> yes it was exactly who did that to him it is mm-hmm. when in doubt it's a craigslist bot yeah he was eventually charged with four counts of possession of child sexual abuse images good yeah i'm super glad you want to get pissed off with me though uh, uh well of course of course uh he was initially only sentenced to one to four years in prison. Yep. For all of that. Mm-hmm. And then four years of probation. Probation's real tough. But, like, probation also... It was kind of like, if you serve one year in prison, then you're going to get four years of probation. If you serve two years in prison, you're only going to... It was essentially like a four-year sentence. It was mm-hmm. just a matter of how much is going to be served in prison and how much is going to be served in probation. Mm-hmm. So, according to Michigan State Prison Records, he was discharged from prison in March of 2019 and finished his parole in January of this year. So, there's that... What's your take on that? <sighs> well, <clears throat> my take on that. Not great. <laughs> uh, especially because they weren't even, like, investigating, like, mm-hmm. anything that has to do with, like, child abuse. Yeah. It was all just because they stumbled upon it. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, that's not great. Um, but I did like this little quote that I read. Um, I'm not sure who said it. Oh, uh, Michigan, um, Attorney General Bill, I don't know, shoot or whatever. Um, he said, today's sentencing is a strong message to those who prey on children. No matter who you are or what you do, we will find you. The act of downloading and viewing images of children in sexually abusive situations is, um, you know, basically just wrong. Yeah. And um, this behavior re-victimizes the child victims over and over, which I feel yeah. like is something that one really touches on, so I'm glad that was, like, brought to attention. Yeah. So, I mean, 
the something's not great, but something that I thought was really fantastic also that I thought you would really appreciate yes was that the Michigan State Attorney General their official write-up like their press release specifically did not refer to it as child pornography they specifically good. referred to it as child sexual abuse images good because I was like good job by is. you guys like actually getting with the times and using appropriate verbiage right yeah it's the little thing well it 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 gives the victims that name, which I feel like we we haven't been doing the entire time while calling it child pornography. Yeah. And, like, we've talked about this, and so, like, I'm glad that, like, when you're getting sentenced for something, it's not... Yeah. You didn't go to jail for porn. You went to jail because of child abuse. <laughs> so, I appreciate that. I thought you would. Mm-hmm. Oh, the, s- the sentencing could be better, but... The sentencing could be way better. I was very surprised, like, all of that. And he's like, mm, maybe one year, maybe four years. We'll see how good you are. He did have to register as a sex offender. I saw that. Afterwards, which to me is, like, the bare minimum. Yeah, also, he's not allowed to use uh, his, what was that article? It was, like, a web web computer. He's not allowed to use a computer unless it's for work purposes. Yeah. Okay. Which, like... That's intense. That is very intense, but also appropriate. Yes. Yeah. Um, it's also interesting. Now he has a ministry. <clears throat> I'm going to just leave that right there. <laughs> I don't even know if I'm going to touch that one. I'm going to just put it out there. Yeah, he has He has a ministry. He's a pastor. Whatever. Like, what? what is he uh, preaching? Pasteurizing. Um, He specifically has an addiction ministry, according to the interwebs. Of what? Like like AA? Yeah, those are the vibes. The internet is very nondescript about it. Or is it, you know? Yeah, let's see. (laughs) He is director, according to his LinkedIn. Okay. He is the president of Michael Scoopin Ministries, which was a ministry that was born after a 42-day adventure in the Australian outback on a TV series called Survivor. <laughs> Speaker at churches, youth groups, camps, and events. Themes are the power of prayer, what it means to engage with faith, and is there more to faith than Sunday worship, as well as Bible benefits. He also, on his LinkedIn, uh, lists him as a director of business development where they are launching an exclusive program for Visa slash MasterCard where merchants no longer have to pay processing fees. Yes, you read that right. For the first time in 50 years, merchants have a choice. You are six days away from never paying processing fees again, which also feels like a scam. That's from January 2014 to the present. (laughs) Uh, Michael Scoopin Ministries is from January 2001 to the present. So it's been going on for a while, but it sounds like he's just kind of used it as a backup plan here and there for when he gets low on money with his other gigs. He'll figure out how hard he needs to go on being a professional teacher or speaker. Teacher of the Bible. It's a lot. It is a lot. Well, also, um, I don't know if this is still the case, but he is, to my knowledge, married and has three children. 
According to Wikipedia, he has seven. Okay. But that's Wikipedia. Mine's just a very simple, is he still married? <laughs> yeah. So. I don't know. He might not still be married. I don't know. Maybe maybe his wife was like, oh, this ain't for me. According to eSpeakers.com, which is a, a marketplace online to find a speaker for your next event, he has four children at this point. So I think it kind of just depends on where you find it in the storyline as to how many children right. he has. But, yeah, they're very much like he's a spiritual path. He wandered through life never realizing his spiritual potential. <sighs> oh. This is also, you have to contact for fees. He does not have them posted. Well, that's fair. Uh, the episodes, if you want to see him get burned, um, from my understanding, oh my God. is episode five and episode six. Episode five is The Gloves Come Off. Yeah. Episode six, Trial by Fire. Yeah, so I feel like one of those, because I just got done rewatching I'm sure it. it ends on like a cliffhanger or something. Not even. No? Okay. It's just kind of like, here's emotional trauma that we went through, and they it was, like, right before the tribes merge, because there's two tribes at the beginning usually, except this one season, like, over ten years ago, where Survivor did a super fucked up thing and separated everybody by race. Bold! There were four different tribes, and they were all separated by race. Who won? Well, I don't remember. <laughs> now I want to look that up. I was going to say, there is this guy named Ozzy. I think he won. He was, like, fucking badass um he came back and played on multiple seasons as well i don't know why he would come back but for the money and also you know how many deals you get after being on survivor probably less now than in previous years but early 2000s (sighs) survivor was the shit everybody was watching it and everybody was going crazy over it obviously people still watch it case in point but basically what they did is, like, one episode was, like, it was the, they are about to have the last challenge before they went into the merging of the two tribes. And they were like, yeah, if we win this, then when we merge, there's only going to be four of them, and there's going to be six of us, and we can just kind of vote them all off one by one. But then when he was injured, they canceled the challenge for that day, obviously. Or, like, The tribe that he was in knew what had happened, but the other tribe, they were just like, somebody was injured, there was an accident, they're gone from the game now. No challenge today. Good luck. And so they just didn't know anything that had happened at all. And then in the next episode, it's like the tribes getting together, and they're like, oh yeah, let me tell you the story of what happened. And they like showed some clips of what had happened. It was a lot. Okay. Just a lot. They really, they got a lot of cinematic, I don't even know, miles out of it. So, yeah. And I felt really bad for him. And then once I found out all that he did later in life, I was like, I don't feel bad for you anymore. Right. You're a bad person. So that's what I got for this episode. Basically a bunch of Survivor. That's good. Uh, I did look up who won the race yeah. wars. 
Because that's what they were being called. No. Yeah. Oh, my God. That wasn't, that wasn't a problematic joke on my end. Oh. <laughs> that's me repeating. <laughs> that's what they called it. Yeah. Um, some fun facts. So, although the ratings were lower than usual, still 17.7, and this is a quote, million people still tuned in to watch Race Wars play out during the season premiere. That's not good. No. Um, apparently, it was like, by episode three, the four groups integrated into two tribes. Mm. Um, however, um, where was it? Halfway through the 39-day journey, two white contestants decided to leave to rejoin their original white allies in the other tribe, leaving four contestants of color to battle it out. Um, And a person of color won. Yeah. Yeah. Who was it? Um, I don't know. Yul Khan? Kwan? I don't know. It's Y-U-L-K-W-O-N. Oh, Yule. Thank you. Yeah. I was not getting Yule from that. It's Yule. It's, that's his first and last name. They might have just fucked it up and oh, not okay. put a space there. Okay. So, yeah. Yule Kwan. Okay. He was a nice guy, that guy. Good. Good. Yeah. Oh, and, and so it was It was actually um, two people of color that were uh-huh. narrowly competing for the cash prize. Uh-huh. Because basically. So those white allies can suck once, it. I was going to say, once <laughs> the white allies went over there and were like, oh, yeah, now we're such a powerful team. And then the other tribe where they left the four people of color, yeah. they fucking dominated. Good. Everything. <laughs> Because they were like, fuck these people. <laughs> like, you're trying to run away because you want to be with your bros, but, like, you won't trust us. Okay. Good fucking luck, bitch. So, yeah. I have a lot of feelings about that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That was season 13. <laughs> Survivor has done some problematic things. <laughs> I think the one not hugely non-problematic thing they did, though, is there was one episode where there was a player who was trans and somebody outed that person. Oh, that's terrible. Like, they were at a tribal council and they're like, oh, well, this person's being deceptive and, you know, they have to ask questions and make... And they're like, what do you mean they're being deceptive? And they're like, oh, well, they're trans and they're not telling people. And everybody was like, I'm sorry, what the fuck? You just outed this person on national television boat you off the island and literally the host who's like one of the main producers on the show was like i mean we don't have to write stuff down we can all vote right now you want to raise your hand if you want him gone and everybody was like yep bye motherfucker and he was like cool easiest vote good so yeah i was like all right well that's a good redemption for you okay still did some fucked up things in the past survivor uh yeah but Nah. I don't think they would support this guy. I feel like, no. I feel like there's a definite reason why they haven't talked about him in recent years. Which is good. Good for them. Indeed. Set those boundaries. Set those boundaries, make other people respect them. I agree. It's just a little little free advice for you there, kids. (laughs) Anyways, I feel like... I could probably keep talking about Survivor because I'm rewatching it, but I'm not going to force Lindsay to listen to it. I mean, um, <laughs> you have said it. That's not me. It's true. <laughs> In any case, this dude's fucked up. You went out. You did hard things. He went on and competed in another season of Survivor as well. Um, so you've done hard things, and then you want to be a piece of shit. 
and do terrible things when you come home. So, you're just terrible. And they probably should have kept him in prison longer, if it were my opinion. But it's not. We can all just have this information now. You can go watch Survivor if you would like. It's on Hulu. There are some seasons on Netflix. Don't ask me why. And it's like season 35 or something, and they only have like one or two seasons. And I watched all of them on Netflix, and I was like, fuck, I wish there were more. And then I was like, oh, literally all the other ones are on Hulu. That's weird. That's whatever. Right. Yeah. So that's where to find it. And if you want to find us, you can find us on Instagram at Luminol Cocktail Pod. You can find us on Facebook, Luminol Cocktail Podcast. And you can find us on our website, which is luminolcocktail.com. We hope you guys enjoyed this episode, and we will be back next week to serve you guys another round of Luminol Cocktail Shop.